here I am in the place to be. Mr. K and B, you can't fuck with me. Extra sexy, extraordinary. Palms are hairy, your mama pop. Hey everyone, I came be the sexy ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how we're going to do it? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Hey, guys, I'm Doug. Yeah, I'm Doug. Oh, wait, no. No? I'm Doug. No? No. <laughs> well, then I'm Luke Skywalker. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. Uh, Doug is back. Everyone's been asking about you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, they're like, we like, they like our reviews. They like our things on movies. I can only talk so much by myself, you know. Yeah, but nothing good has come out recently. That's kind of why we haven't really done much. Oh, well, now we got this, and we're talking about the first four episodes of The Bad Batch. Season two. Season two, uh, The Bad Batch is back. Um, I was looking forward to this. Uh, as you know, I've, I've grown really attached to these characters. Mm-hmm. I, um, think, I think it's my favorite Star Wars property right now. I know you like The Mandalorian a bit better, I believe. Of course. But I think this is a little more enjoyable for me, just because, one, I mean... The Book of Boba Fett came from The Mandalorian, so that just instantly dropped some of its quality a little bit. But, two, this has just been more original, despite being about clones, oddly enough. is like the Mandalorian stuff has been cool. It's been a little in-between stories on stuff we don't know pertaining to characters we do know, but these are characters we don't know. Yeah, and, I, is... and I, I care about them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like with Obi-Wan, with the Kenobi show, you know, it was kind of like, okay, well, I care about Obi-Wan. Not really digging this little Leia thing, you know. But I understand why, but it wasn't even that. It's that you know where that story's going. Yeah, like it's we don't. If if this season ends with the Bad Batch dying, like I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry too. But like at least that doesn't affect the other stories. There's been no like we don't know in you know uh, Rise of Skywalker that the Bad Batch was on the battle of you know um exegol like yeah. it's not something like that where like oh they're gonna be fine no this is a, this is a legitimate story that has like no <laughs> known ending at least to us yeah so the way we did it last time everybody was uh you can go check out those episodes on popflix but i was just gonna put out here on the ninja cast just because it'd be easier just to maintain we do we broke it down to three episodes but because of schedule because of sickness and weather <laughs> we we're gonna do it in four mm-hmm. I, I, you know so we're, we got the first four episodes uh episode one spoils of war episode two runes of war episode three the solitary clone and four is uh faster mm-hmm. when it's the difference is is that in the original series too and like we we took this off of um the clone war saga stuff because we you know they used to do three episode stories that's how it was is you you know it'd be Three episode story, next story. Three episode story, next story. Bad Batch kind of did that. Not all the time, but Bad Batch kind of did that. But this season, it definitely doesn't seem like they're following that same... No, it's more like focusing on a certain... It's one of the Bad Batch, you know, it's like episodes. Uh, But let's start off. Spoils of War. The Bad Batch are back. They got a job they need to do. They got to go rob uh, Dooku's chest. War, che- it, war chest. War chest. Touch his chest. Watch his. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they have to go uh, get some stuff from this war chest. It's supposed to make them a lot of money. I would say probably one of my favorite like endings because I was like, <gasps> but yeah, the episode was already up because they already put both of them up at the same mm-hmm. time, and I was just like, what a way to end an episode where I'm like, and they're they're falling in that chest, like oh my god, and I was like, oh, and then it ends, and I'm like. 
what? What? what, what? Ah, you know, next episode, I'm like, that's damn good television. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I will say the the reasoning for them doing all this seemed a little uh, forced, a little mm. bit. But at the same time, it was still a fun adventure. Uh, the first episode, they're you know they're robbing this war chest, but you're just like, whoa, what's this war chest? You're like, oh my gosh, it's like half a planet. And they don't get any of it. They don't get any of it. <laughs> so that I think that's where I kind of was just like, okay, well, this was just us watching them in action. And, you know, it, I, I do like the starting. Very, It seemed very cliche in the sense of like, okay, here's the Bad Batch. But they're in their little bad rut right now because they got these little, little crab little things. Crab. Pirates of the Caribbean almost as yeah. they're just running down the beach away from this. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Hunter, you know, he, he wants a life for Omega. Mm-hmm. And he wants, you know, and like uh, Echo wants to fight echo wants to fight but echo also understands the responsibility of having omega with him like that's that's where a bit of the conflict in this these first two episodes come from is uh omega overhears echo talking about you know the reason that they're in the situation they're in is because they went and saved omega and so like he feel or she feels like there's a responsibility to try to help them make money and it kind of drives her character off of a metaphorical and physical cliff um <laughs> yeah but because she's really adamant she's like i want to prove myself to y'all that i can help and i want to go get some of this loot you know that's she that's her mindset and everything like that even and, though like someone teaches her like a kid shouldn't be worried about getting treasure a kid should be worried about having fun and he gives her like a little toy she's like oh does it have gems she's like no no it's just a toy yeah like you so need to understand you need to have fun Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, that dude was really cool. Like I, I really like that dude, and like, I'm, I'm really enjoying too. I, I've noticed, like, you know, yeah, we on the first arc, on the first season, we're focusing on Hunter and him growing as a father figure. Well, most of them growing as father figures, and or Wrecker growing as a brother. Yeah, Wrecker, Wrecker <laughs> is a brother, and everything well, like that. Not a father figure. Not a father figure, but he's a brother in that sense, a little brother. You yeah, know, he's the little brother. Yeah. And I, I remember like when uh, remember the episode where he made the little thing for, they made the like her area for mm-hmm. her because they're like here this is your area yeah, your you little know? area yeah yeah so I, the the story story wise I was like okay they're going after this but I just felt like yeah we're just telling you like look how badass the Bad Batch can be and they can get out of anything mm-hmm. you know I, that's what I felt the first two episodes were all about was just reintroducing this uh, introducing that them again and introducing a little bit more conflict within the team with Omega but it was kind of resolved in the end because Echo was like, "Hey, you know, not bad." No, Echo was like, "Look, I'm sorry that you like that you feel that way. I'm, I'm sorry what I said, but I don't regret at all saving you." Like he meant what he said that everything changed because they got Omega, but he doesn't regret it. It's not like he's like, uh, "I wish we hadn't got her." No, he's just like, "Look, when you picked up Omega, it changed everything." And then he's just like, "But that's a good thing." I, you know, we're not just you know random soldiers anymore. We have a cause. And he does want to help others. And that's, that's you know, just the entire group has that mentality of helping others is kind of the priority. The only person that doesn't seem to have that per se is kind of Hunter. Because Hunter's priority is Omega. So he's like, I would rather let people die and save Omega than help others. Where everyone's like, no, we'd rather die to save others. Yeah. And I think we're going to, that, that bond between all of them is going to be tested. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you, I remember the first season, we're like, oh, Omega's going to get really annoying really quick. And she's going to be that character that, you know. But I. I just I, don't like her act, or the voice actress. Like, not like in any personal way, but the voice actress <laughs> for her character. I just listen to it sometimes, and I'm just like, do we have to go with that, like, really heavy Australian accent for her? 
Because she's still young enough that she could have, like, a more subtle accent. I, I think it's more toned down this season, in my opinion. I don't know if, you, if it's changed for you, because yeah. I know you're big on voice acting and stuff like that. So, but yeah, with these first two episodes, I really like the fact that, you know, a little focus on tech. You know, I, I, I was, that's why I really like the fourth episode, just because I, lo- I like tech. Tech mm-hmm. has that personality. Well, tech hasn't really had a time to shine so far. He, he assists the team in a, like, the first episode actually talks about tech a little bit, where um, Hunter and Wrecker are together doing this thing. And Hunter has to try to bypass this computer. He's like, normally tech does this. Yeah. <laughs> like, showing that he has vulnerabilities and he relies on his team. Yeah, and like, they, all, they all do. They all bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think in the, the third episode kind of just broke my heart yeah. like, uh, with Crosshair. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was all focused on Crosshair. Then we got Cody. You know, I was he like... was working with him, and Cody was Cody was a good clone. Cody followed orders. A good soldier follows orders. And he just kind of got broken of that throughout the episode just by how um, obsessed Crosshair was with the things that Crosshair did. Because... Cody promises someone pretty much like, hey, we don't have to fight anymore. We'll just sit down and talk. And the moment they lowered their gun and the guy gets away, the uh, governor, who was just this little peon the entire time, is like, kill her, kill her. And you're just like, dude, you were pissing your pants like two minutes ago. I know. I was like, shut up. (laughs) You know, because he was like, you're breaking orders and blah, blah, blah. And I think that moment for Cody was important. He showed him what side was good and what side was bad, I think. Yeah, because he, you know, good soldiers follow orders, you know. And seeing Crosshair also questioning it as well, especially when Cody's gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's what I think that's the catalyst. I think that's going to be if, if Crosshair has a story of trying to rebel, I think Cody was the catalyst for it. Because even his team itself, he was just like, I didn't have the control chip in me for this time. I'm not being controlled to do this. I'm doing this of my own free will. And that kind of broke the team. But then after when uh, Cody was finally like, like legitimately, like you don't see it, but he's like, I can't do this anymore. I'm leaving. And Crosshair's like, well, where did, where did Cody go? Where did Commander Cody go? And the guy's just like, who is like the commander? Yada, yada, yada. He's like, oh, he went AWOL. And, and that kind of brought into light Crosshair's, am I doing the right thing now? Well, the, I think too also is they were all called by their number. Mm-hmm. They weren't called by their individual names. They were just... In... Well, and that was the difference between the Jedi, too, is because, you know, Obi-Wan called him Commander Cody. Yeah. And then you have this new uh, Vice Admiral who's just... I mean, he's a good bad guy for the season. I'm going to be surprised if he makes it through the season. Well, what he did in the first two episodes... When he killed, when he the... Ki- killed the clone, like, mm-hmm. he's like, don't file that report. No, no, like, no. He said, I'm not going to accept that report. File yeah. a new report that excludes them. And the guy's like, I can't file a false report. He's like, I understand. I was like, damn. I, I, I was sitting there, and at the end of that second episode, I was like, fuck. Like, you know, he's in deep now. And well, because in the first season, he was kind of a little more on the, like, fence about it. Because he, he's the one that worked with um, Crosshair, wasn't he? Yeah. Like, they were the one that went to that planet together, and they were looking for rebels, and it was just an encampment of kind of lost people, and they just, like, slaughtered them. And he gets promoted through that. And he works, I think he works directly under Tarkin. But, like, the attack on Kamino was his doing at the end, but it still kind of seemed like he might have had a little bit of humanity left in him. Let me just go into the season where he's just like, I'm in charge now, bitch. Yep, I, I can't have my record... 
you know, be questioned because I, I let these clones go. You know, these clones are still alive out there. The reason I got promoted is because I wiped out Kamino with the 9-9 unit on it. So, yeah, we're not going to put that on there. Yeah, so I, 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 like I said, that third episode, though, I would say is the most solid. Just because I like Crosshair. I, that, remember, we were thinking the whole time, last season, like, everyone's going to die. Someone's yeah. going to die. So, Crosshair was the one that we were just like, yep, he's the one that's going to go, if anyone. He's going he's gonna to find that moment of, like, self-sacrifice. self-sacrifice. But no, like, I remember when we talked about it, when he was just like, I haven't had that chip in a while, man. Yeah, and you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, like, evidently he was on Camino on that platform for, like, a month. Yeah. It's like, 30 cycles. You're just like, jeez, dude. And still not questioning it. You know, he still gets a free meal. Yeah. But also, too, seeing that we're kind of phasing out the clones. Ooh. You know, we're, we're the, now we're going to see when they start recruiting and basically kidnapping people to join mm-hmm. the... To join the Empire. Maybe we'll meet a very young FN217. Maybe. Or have this... Well, this last episode I told you when I texted you. The controversy. Mm-hmm. With Faster. This episode Faster. People will get mad that not every episode has an exceedingly huge meaning. It's kind of silly. Like, I don't know. I, you messaged me that before I watched the episode. And I was expecting something very actually controversial. And then I watched it and went, oh. Okay. I knew that would be your reaction because I... Immediately, like I, I usually, I have, I follow this thing, like Rebel Force Radio. They have a page and stuff like that. That uh, it's a group page on Facebook that I follow, and we, you know, we all post Star Wars things or Star Wars series, and everyone reacts to it, you know. And th- that sense of community, just so I can get my Star Wars fixed because I'm a junkie in that sense. But man, just seeing this one comment, like "fuck Star Wars," "fuck the Bad Batch," "fuck Disney." Blah, 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 blah. And then, like, um, the, the host of the podcast, Jimmy Mack, replied, bro, it's just a cartoon. Like, <laughs> See, and now, I don't necessarily view this as controversial, but on Disney, it probably would have been. I thought that maybe, like, Omega was going to have a flirtatious thing with another girl or something like that. Like, that was when you were telling me that I was thinking, and I was like, okay. Like, and then I watched the entire episode, and I'm like, no, no, there was... The there was nothing whatsoever that was like any form of controversial. In this. this seemed like a normal Saturday morning weekly cartoon. That's like, what I that's what I felt like. That I woke up and I had my bowl of cereal and I sat there and I had fun. I laughed when I needed to laugh, mm-hmm. especially when um uh, what's his name Duo Do- Dao or whatever that funny droid with the sonic voices. Like, when he got hit the second time... I, he pretty much got killed, yeah. yeah I laughed so hard after uh, Tech brought him back to life. Halo. Taylor, yeah, Taylor. I just love when he got back together. And, well, blah blah blah. blah I'm so cough, cocky and cocky. <laughs> hmm. But I, I also like when Tech took took the reins. Mm-hmm. And the only thing about this episode that I was like, ah, missed opportunity. Pod racing. Yeah, when I heard it was speeder racing, I was like, wait, what? I thought like pod racing is known throughout the galaxy. Friggin' Qui Gon talks about it happening on I think Camino. Yeah. Um, or not Camino. Uh, Coruscant. So, like, if it's in the Outer Rim and Tatooine and on Coruscant, obviously it's widespread enough. But I think that... I th- the only reason I think they probably didn't do pod racing is because humanoids have a harder time in pod racing than other uni- uh, than other creatures because of the reactions and stuff like that. So maybe that's why they did speeder racing because it's technically slower. You know how excited I was sitting and they're like, they went through this race. And I was like, Really? 
really pod racing yeah. pod racing and then it came out i was like oh oh not pod racing like, vader <laughs> vader's in there in a little shit <laughs> this is how i get my kicks <laughs> <laughs> and the the idea of it being like there's no there's no rules you can shoot at each other and this and that and well, you shoot you have shields you have a pit for some reason yeah. Like, with how fast they're going, there's no way you can do a pit stop, so... I, I like how Tech figured out, like, oh, I just gotta get rid of, like, all this unnecessary stuff <laughs> that's on this thing that's slowing me down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love when um when they introduce, like, and, uh, racing, blah, blah, Tech. Just te- silent. Tech. Crowd. Is that, that all his name? Tech? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, the, and the awesome moment for me is when he wins. And then like everyone's like, Tech, Tech, Tech. And in that moment, was like, they're rooting for me. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> well, that's, I will say that, like, Tech has definitely gotten the most out of these first three episodes so far. Uh, like, Crosshair and Tech have been kind of the focal points of the third and fourth episode specifically. And then the first episode had a lot more about the entire team a bit more about omega i guess than anyone else but mostly about the entire team and tech had his badass moment of taking down a bunch of troopers with one leg you know um but yeah i mean it was ultimately like hunter has been pretty excluded from a lot of the stuff going on so far well they uh, him and echo went off to uh like get nuggies, gets nuggets or something. Like, I don't even. I, I want to assume that they're like just transporting like some some raw material that is a nugget, like like a gold nugget, but like the equivalent. I, I was thinking, but like, I was hoping it was chicken nuggets. To be honest, <laughs> that's what I was hoping too. I was just like, oh, chucky milk and chicken nuggies. Yeah, you know, Grogu's gonna be happy. Yeah. Um, but no, and like Hunter. I mean, Hunter in the first episode, even he got split from the team, and it was him and Wrecker. And then the fourth episode, it was him and Echo. So, like, are we going to get a solo adventure again with him and Omega? I I think, though, I think this is what my feel was with these four episodes. was like, yeah, let's, let's spread the love a little bit. We, we, you know, we really focused on Hunter and Omega's relationship in the first season, you know, and a little bit of crosshair and all this and that. I think they want to just kind of like, here you go. Maybe they're having a hard time getting Hunter's voice actor in. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they're not all almost the same voice actor. <laughs> but um, I- I'm excited. We're, we're okay, because we'll review the next four in a couple, in a few weeks. In a month. In a month. But where do you feel it's going? Do you think someone's going to die? Mm, no, probably not. If they didn't do it in the first season, I don't think they're going to do it in this season. The team is too tightly woven. The only person that may die would be Sid. Whatever her name is. Yeah, it's Sid. Yeah. And I, she's going to betray. There's going to be a moment of... I think and that's going to fuck up Omega. Maybe. Or, um, what's her name? Uh, I don't even know if we got her name. The chick voiced by Wanda Sykes in the second episode. Oh, yeah. Or the, the first episode. The one that was in the starting where yeah. they're like, oh, hey, you know. I've got a job for you. Yada, yada, yada. And yeah. She may be someone that tries to get Sid to betray them. And it may be a choice that Sid has to make between that woman and the Bad Batch. And she may decide not to decide, so it puts the two of them against each other. And I, I think that'll probably be, like, towards the middle of yeah. the season. You know, like, create that conflict, and then it'll probably pay off in the end. I think if anyone's going to die, it's going to be the Vice Admiral. And it's going to be because people find out that the experimental clone trooper unit is still alive. And plus, two, we didn't expect a second season. No. We were like, oh, that was fun. You know, now now they can go off and do whatever they want. Then they said the second season's coming. I was like, oh. I'm kind of hoping they don't have too many seasons, though. 
I think it's three seasons. I think if they want to expand this story to three seasons, I think that'd be okay. It's not like Andor where they're like, yeah, you got season one and you got season two. And I was like, well, I don't think we need two seasons for that, but okay, sure. Um, More Star Wars. Well, and it's so, so I wouldn't mind so much if they did maybe the first and second season and the third season took place. Like, if they live, the third season takes place in like the Rebel time. Oh, that'd Star be Wars cool. Rebels, like, like, with them being older. A little bit of time jump there. You get an adult Omega, actually. Maybe that's what we do. You got little Omega, teen Omega, adult Omega. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where we go. Because it would be, I mean, she would be, what, it'd be like, she'd be in her 30s? Because she doesn't age uh, quickly. Hmm. She ages at the same, like, she's actually older than they are. <laughs> I forgot how much I like her bow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I realized something today. I, well, I was thinking, because I knew you were coming over, we can finally talk about these episodes. I don't have an Omega Pop. Ooh. I have, I, you know, I have the Bad Batch the bad ones. Ba- the, but that's an entire, like, single. Yeah. Like, four pops in one. Yeah, so I was like, I don't have an Omega, so I, that's my goal is to get an Omega Pop. Yeah. Yeah, because I, and it's funny, too, is like you said, original characters, new ideas, we don't know the fate of these, uh, of the, the Bad Batch and that's what makes the story fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's why at the end of the first episode when they were, like, falling and stuff, I was like, ah! You know, what's gonna happen? Yeah, but, so, my only my only problem with them trying to kill any one of them is that I think, one, I think for the, the purpose of it, they'd all go out together. Oh, like, dude, that, like... I it, don't think it's gonna be a question of who dies. It's either the team dies... Or none of the team dies. No, I just thought about it. It just broke my heart. Like, it's like they're pitted against the wall, all of them. And there's, like, an escape, but it only can fit one. And they decide, Omega, go. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll hold down as best we can. And there's like, goodbye. All right, guys. This is it. <laughs> Time to do what we are made for. <laughs> you know how depressing that would be? Just be like, oh, fuck. And then, like, knowing Omega's out there. Lost her family, pretty much. Knowing how it is, could you imagine Ahsoka comes out of the TV show and there's a live actor or a live voice actor, not a live voice actress, there's a live actress for Omega in that because that's who got Omega was Ahsoka when she got launched off. She hmm. got found by Ahsoka. Hmm. All right. So we get a, we get a teenage, young adult, you know... Omega, who's fighting alongside Ahsoka and then has to go find her own way. Well, you know, it's funny, too, because I was thinking about, like, I, I can't I can't wait to expand upon these stories, especially with the Ahsoka series coming and stuff like that. Seeing Thrawn finally being introduced, I know that's who she was going after and when we were in, when we met up with Ahsoka. And they're going to bring uh, live-action versions of the Rebels characters, you know, into the show itself, and it's kind of like, oh... And I never, th- I never even thought of a live action Omega. It could happen. Yeah. So, man, a lot. I wish we got a movie with the Bad Batch, like an in between fun story, mm. just to hold us over for season two, or maybe they might do that for season, like maybe season three is not even a a, a show; it's a, a whole full blown, yeah, thing. But that's also too if Disney wants to bank on the Bad Batch, because I feel so far. As much as I, I love Star Wars, I feel like the Bad Batch and Mando are two of the best stuff so far in the Disney era. See, and outside of Omega, I don't know if I'd want a live-action full team of the Bad Batch. 
because it's all the same actor technically so everyone's face would be like digitally imposed on them no i meant like if the bad awkward. batch dies in the show let oh. him die there then we can have a live action really? omega pop up somewhere yeah. else you know yeah, yeah yeah that i'll go for yeah yeah uh, you know and plus too I, I feel like there's missed opportunities in obi-wan series remember the the bum trooper you means i was like Come on, be Cody. You know, come on, be somebody. It could be Cody. We actually don't know if it's Cody because Cody's AWOL right now. Yeah. So that could have been Cody. Yeah. So, but overall, out of these four episodes so far, what would you give the rating for? Six out of ten. Six out of ten? Yeah. I'm a solid eight. Nothing, nothing blew my mind in all of it, but it was still a fun ride. And I think that's what I miss is like, you know, because the the thing with like Obi-Wan and everything like that, there's always this like sense of like, mystery you know it's it's always like oh there's uh, uh no no that's not it oh 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 no that's not it that's not it that's not it. because you didn't watch andor that's all that was it was like spy thriller like why are they doing this why are they doing this and then finally in the end like this is why i'm like oh you couldn't have told me that in the start well i'm just thinking on obi-wan i'm like there's nothing in this that really like nothing in that entire show that i was not like oh wow, that kind of was crazy. Except for, like, the very, very end with Qui-Gon. Like, where I was like, oh, finally! Something! Yeah, but, like, the rest of it, I'm just like, this was just a little mini-adventure that I don't know needed to happen. Like, don't get me wrong, I like Ewan McGregor, and I love him as Obi-Wan, but I don't know if there's more story that needs to be told. Yeah, and originally that was supposed to be a movie. Like, mm-hmm. that, that was when they remember... That was before Solo came out and ruined everything. <laughs> oh, Solo. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. I remember. I was there. I, I remember being like, oh, I like Solo. It was, it was fun. We walked out of that movie like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Well, that's the problem, though, is it's supposed to be this big thing. But then it was like, at that same time, we'd been told there's going to be a Boba Fett movie, there's going to be an Obi-Wan movie, and then Disney went, I guess we'll turn those into TV shows. <laughs> Yeah, because, and also, too, it's like, what is next with movies? Like, where do we go with the movies now? Like, we haven't, you know, as much as I like having Disney Plus and having Star Wars series, I'm like, what's the next movie? Mm-hmm. Like, where do we go next? Like, you know, what? like, I know you're, I know Disney is on purposely not going past the sequel trilogy to further those adventures. Mm-hmm. You know, which I, I would like to see where Rey is going to end up. I maybe would like maybe to they're s- going to wait until Daisy Ridley's, like, in her 40s and then <laughs> do another one with her as the mentor well did i tell you this um story that i wrote oh yeah, yeah, yeah you did yeah so I, I expanded upon it a little bit more and i would like to do a full episode on it like get your thoughts and maybe you can be like that shit but do this you know <laughs> i mean i don't know if i want to be that mean to you but you know i'm going to be yeah <laughs> but that's the best part <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all. tell us what you thought of the first four episodes of the bad batch they're up right now uh, episode five is dropping here soon i'm excited just because like i said it's for me i'm like a kid i get my bowl of cheerios and i go and watch star wars mm-hmm. so it wasn't like that for andor andor was like a chore andor was like why do you think i didn't bother watching <laughs> <laughs> like even though i enjoyed andor i, I enjoyed what, what the show did i enjoyed the character like i love that you say that but you messaged me going dude you would hate this because you would. <laughs> it's 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 too much of a slow burn where I felt like there's things that they can pick apart, and this show just goes in weird directions, like weird weird directions. Like Andy Circus's character is probably like the high point of that show, but Snoke's then he's gone. 
Huh? Snoke's in there? Andy Serkis plays Snoke. I know, in the... I know. I didn't put two and two together. Oh, so I'm guessing he's not. He's not Snoke. He's not Snoke. Unless, yeah, <laughs> I'm just a younger cloned version of the Emperor. He liked my looks. Yeah. And the Emperor's like, "Hey, that guy, splice my jeans with that dude." Uh, oh, baby. Sneeze, <laughs> uh, sneeze, not gonna do anything. So, uh, just take his jeans, add them to mine. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Now, like and subscribe. Share with your grandma. Share with your grandpa. Share with the bum down at Walmart. I am KMB the Sexy Ninja. And I'm Doug. That's it. That's all. That's a wrap. Welcome to the Wicked Show.